0: Hey everyone, so thank you for joining us for the Aesthetic Immersion Podcast.
1: We'll be talking about all things aesthetics, fillers, threads, lasers, neurotoxin techniques, and and even interviewing people in the aesthetic community. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. Hi everybody, (laughs) (laughs) welcome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to Amateur Night <laughs> at, at <aesthetic> <laughs> conversion.
0: Commercials.
1: <laughs> uh, oh we're going to have gosh. a fun night planned for you guys. We, we have... We do. We do. We have almost 500 people on this webinar. I guess everybody wants to learn about... um our, <laughs> ...our subject tonight, which is biostimulants. So
0: yeah. this is going to be fun, awesome. Fun, Yeah. But we have some housekeeping to we do. do ahead of time. We do. We <laughs> do. <laughs> um, what kind of housekeeping, Lori? Um, what have you been doing since the last? A&I I was just going to ask
1: you. I was just going to ask you. Well, I uh, what I do in the last you month went to, went to the Bahamas. Oh, I went no. to Nassau for the first time ever, and um, we had a down home cooked meal from locals there, and we thought we were we thought we were dead, <laughs> but um, the most the warmest it was 50-50 grillers in behind Nassau, and it was the warmest kindest Jason, the guy who cooked the food, mm-hmm. and he smoked it in in recycled. Water heaters. I know. So they made it was just anyway. We had a great trip with the Bahamas. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really pretty. How about went, you? You went skiing.
0: I went to the opposite direction. I went skiing. <laughs> I went to water. <laughs> yeah, and went family to snow. trip. And went skiing. So I'm good with that. I know. am good with cold, maybe once a year. That's it. The rest need to be in the sun.
1: Yeah, because your Christian Louboutin ski boots get frozen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do not have Christian Louboutin ski boots. No, they're Balivaton. <laughs> Oh my I gosh! So oh, oh, we have a game. We have a game. Oh <laughs> man! Oh crap! <laughs> our staff, our staff
1: likes to stump. It's called stump crap. us. They he like really to stump us. us. Okay, so there's a game. What's the All game, right. you guys?
0: Test your luck, luck. stimulant trivia. trivia. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay, that's a three-leaf clover. Is it not lucky? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, asking.
0: We're, we're so screwed. Oh, here's okay.
2: 92. Play the game test your luck. Uh, Okay, we're ready. (laughs) I'll read a question aloud and you will give me your answer. All right, question one. True or false, Sculptra was first approved by the FDA in 2004 to treat lipoatrophy in people living with HIV.
0: True. True. That's totally true. You are correct. Yeah. Woo! That's I first got in the industry. Right? Yep. I wasn't allowed to inject it. But. All right.
2: <laughs> Question two. Which biostimulant is used as a suture material in surgical operations? PLLA. PLLA. That is correct.
1: Yes. Yeah. OK, two for two.
2: Question three. True or false. Biostimulating dermal fillers are reversible. Nope. no, nope. false. That is correct. Yeah, Woo! three for three. Okay, we're good. <laughs> we're batting a thousand so far. Question four: True or false? The first injectable filling agent was paraffin. Paraffin. Paraffin.
1: It, True? No. False. I don't know. Uh-oh. Paraffin. That's and? wax true, true. Oh, yeah.
0: Hair <laughs> winner <I'm> Hair <laughs> that's like wax <laughs> that's
1: wax
2: right oh my I gosh on to question well, five people inject a lot of okay. things
1: what are the side <laughs> effects of that one? which
2: type of biostimulant was the first product to heave as a filler to produce immediate volume while stimulating collagen in the long term oh Kaha.
1: Radius. Kaha. 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 Yeah. Kaha. radius radius
0: radius that is yeah. correct Filler. yeah
1: I'm like, what's the immediate volume? Duh. Calcium.
2: <laughs> okay. Question six. Fact or fiction. Kaha occurs naturally in human bone and teeth. True.
1: True. Fat. Calcium. Yes. Yeah, you are yeah. correct. Fact.
2: True. All right. Are we
1: almost done. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating.
2: <laughs> <still laughs> like, <okay>. Last question. <laughs> Which type of biostimulant is the oldest?
0: Oldest. PLLA. It wasn't board. I that was
1: before, that was the only one I know. PLLA. Because
0: that's right? the only one. PLLA. PLLA? The only one I know of. It wasn't board. To that train, the trainers. We right? right? get the whole timeline. Right. PLLA.
2: And? PLLA! Yay! Correct. <laughs> thank you for playing.
1: Okay.
0: Now it's time. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, voice
1: guy. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <gasps> oh okay. My
1: well I hope you learned something. We learned something. Huh? I learned, I learned something that paraffin, paraffin was,
0: was what injected. The heck? Okay. What the heck? Sounds good. All right. All right. On to biostimulants. Here now, we go. Topic of tonight. I love it.
1: All right, so biostimulants are a few different things. We just mentioned PLLA, which is lactic acid. And again, that was something that was developed in, that was suture material. It's just degradable suture material. CAHA, which is a calcium hydroxyl apatite, um, and that also makes hyperdilute calcium. Hydroxylapatite out of that. So yeah. um, that, that's radius. Radius mm-hmm.
0: on our marketplace. And then we have PMMA. So this is known as bellophil, used to be methyl mm-hmm. polymethylmethacrylate. So it's a combination of the PMMA with, um, I believe it's a collagen, right? It's a collagen. That's why yeah. you have to uh, test bovine collagen. You, it's a bovine collagen. So yeah. you have to test. Um, and then there's the adipose fat matrix and that's, our new yeah.
1: that's known as Renuva and that's actually a biologic so all of these things grow your own tissue so mm-hmm. we kind of lumped everything together some are yep. biostimulus biologic so we kind of lumped those together so those are everything and you know I, I look at this and and we've been in this industry <clears> for 15 17 18 15 years gates. and um and I really see the direction of aesthetics kind of going in this direction. I yeah. didn't expect it years ago, but I'm seeing people want m- something more natural, less of the fillers they have to keep redoing and more of the natural I, th- I think growth. It, it,
0: it all works together. I mean, at the end of the day, biostimulants are going to be great for volumizing up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna need your HA's down below to give you the true volume impact that you would need to replace the fat pads, the deeper fat pads, the bone structure. But I think now that people have been filled and filled and filled, they're now starting to look at stuff that maybe gives you, as you said, more of a natural aspect Mm -hmm. of it. And the fact that we're seeing these biostimulants kind of really engage that skin quality. I think that's where, that's the thing that I think people are missing. And nowadays when I talk to practitioners about it, even my patients about it, I always try and tell them that we're aging on all different levels, bone, deep fat pad, muscle, superficial fat pad, and your skin. And when you age in all different levels, one thing out there is not going to fix all different, all five levels. And so now I think with the, with where we are in technology and how we've grown so much over the last 18 years that I've been in the industry, it really has proven that we now can start to address almost every single level. Mm -hmm. And I think injectors like us who have been doing this for a while are now looking for that next type of thing to really kind of more cherry on top of cherry on top. And I think that's where these biostimulators are really, really coming into play. I think as beginners, still start with your basic HA, your filler, but as you start to work in the artistry, this is where you kind of say you can use this stuff to fine tune and really exemplify everything that you've done in the past on that patient.
1: I also, I do too. I do too. There's, um, everything's got its place. And I think that these biostimulants and biologics absolutely have their place. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, sometimes it's a different technique to inject them. And that's why we want to have the hands-on course. So if you want to come, come. But um, it's a different technique. And I think you need to be a little bit more of experienced injector a little bit. I wouldn't say a brand, brand new injector might want to try it. But I would (laughs) say, um, yeah, it's something that is great to add to the repertoire.
0: Right. All right. So PLLA, bio, biocompatible mm-hmm. synthetic material that, that stimulates the collagen, um, breaks down on its own over a couple, I think they, they say like nine, eight, seven, six to eight, nine months, it mm-hmm. does kind of start to break down. Um, they have newly reapproved yes. kind of for um, overall collagen stimulation to soften out the nasolabial folds and the cheek areas. You can now, we can talk on label as far as injecting into the deep dermis subcutaneous level. Superperiosteal. Now superperiosteal yeah. has been added to that. Um, and I know a lot of people use this. I mean, ultimately it's it's a great product. I think used in the past, I think a lot of the misconceptions of it come from the past and when they were doing the HIV and all of those. A trials where they're just starting to learn about how this can revolumize the face, um, that's where they got a lot of those nodularity, mm-hmm. those nodule mm-hmm. formations that people are still stuck in the heads on it. I mean, we've been injecting it now for maybe a decade now, probably?
1: Well, we, I think probably yeah. 2008 we started.
0: I don't remember. Probably Something.
1: 2008 we started
0: something like Doing that. <laughs> so we've been yeah. injecting for a while yeah. now. Um, and we've had, I honestly, for me, probably haven't seen nodularities Mm-mm. very often, maybe two or three places out of all the m- sculpture in- injections that we've done. And now we are injecting the whole body. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and so it's been a great, great biostimulator.
1: Yeah, it's great. The b- one thing you want to avoid in any of these biostimulators or biologics is, is really get them, getting them into the layer of the muscle. Yeah, these belong in the layer of tissue that you're trying to stimulate. If you're trying to stimulate collagen, you inject this where the collagen would normally be. That would be mm-hmm. subdermal, a little bit superperiosteal, not as much, but mostly subdermal. If you're going to try to build fat, you inject this where the fat would be. So you need to inject it where it used to be, or it's usually not going to be stimulated as well. Cause we count on that body right. to stimulate this product and right. everybody stimulates at different rates right. too.
0: So what is your opinion on temples in this area? <laughs> I have not been know, thrilled with I, temples. Cause I know this yeah. is where everyone goes, Oh, I'm going to inject temples yeah. with my PLLA yeah. instead of doing an HA because of that. But I'm along this line with you. I think you have to go back and especially in this field, we have to go back and take common sense back into the storyline. I know early on, we used to tell patients, don't lay down after getting a Botox injection. (laughs) I always occurred to me like, why is that? Why do we tell people that? Because when you're standing straight up, (laughs) <laughs> Gravity potentially potentiates it down. When you lay down, it kind of goes in the opposite direction. Yeah. And so I started way long ago to tell my patients, oh, don't worry about that. But this is where the misconception to mm-hmm. me of sculpture is. I mean, ultimately, what are we trying to do with these biostimulators? Is where you have to go. The, the thought is that you need to use this to stimulate your fibroblastic activity. And if you're stimulating fibroblastic activity, where are your fibroblasts? the end of the day, when you really look at it periosteal, I had to do my own research and I actually did find that on that periosteal layer, there is some collagen getting stimulated in there. So there is some fibroblastic activity that can maybe thicken it up just a tiny little bit on that periosteal level. However, majority of where you're going to find your fibroblastic activity is in your dermis your deep dermis is maybe getting it slightly into your sub-q area superficially but that's where you're targeting so if you're targeting into that fat layer i don't think you're really going to stimulate as much I you're know. putting a fertilizer into an area that really nothing to say no fertilize <laughs> in yeah. that area so when you guys do these things make sure you take it with a consideration of what you really are doing what is this product for going back to why we created our classes, is helping you guys explain the why. If you understand this is gonna stimulate your collagen by stimulating the fibroblast, well, if we're injecting it deep into this area, are you really going to get the volumization that you would expect out of like an HA filler? I personally have never saw it, and I actually stopped a while back because I never never really got that.
1: No, I've seen it give me more volume with younger patients. So if they're in their (laughs) 30s, I'm. have see, seen a little bit more volume. Um, mm-hmm. The older they get, I see just more of a skin integrity change mm-hmm. and a thickening of the dermis, but not necessarily volume. Yeah. So I think it's um, age dependent also, and, and how, maybe it is age dependent.
0: I think I think maybe maybe they that your younger patients have more projection already, so you see that yeah. change mm-hmm. better more
1: quickly and easily
0: versus an older patient. You're injecting them if they don't have the projection. It's you know if you don't have True. fat in your boobs. It's still they're staggy. This, they're
1: bringing down here.
0: <laughs> you can thicken up the skin and make it look better. <laughs> the skin quality can look better, but it, without the projection, you still don't got it. <laughs> oh, God. I still love,
1: I still love your marionette lines analogy. Of, oh. I'm going with,
0: That's I'm the going best with analogy <laughs> ever. That's for another day. <laughs> for another day. <laughs> okay. All right. Next um, biostimulant.
1: So CAHA, calcium hydroxylapatite, this is also known as radius, and um, is is it's in our bones. Um, it is a readily absorbable form of calcium. So it is something that is absorbed, broke down in our in our body within a few months and absorbed. But this does help to create a collagen stimulation Mm -hmm. uh, prior to it being broken down. But what's really kind of cool about this is you've got the CAHA, you've got the calcium hydroxyl apatite in there and it creates a little bit of volume while you're building collagen. So this is a really fun one. It's not just putting water with powder. You're injecting something almost like a thin filler mm-hmm. that's gonna give you a little bit of volume while you're growing volume, which is kind of nice. Which yes. is nice. This is not dissolvable. I don't want anybody out there to think it is dissolvable. It is not. There's a lot of confusion out there mm-hmm. um, that there's a sodium thiosulfate that will dissolve this, but it mm-hmm. will not work intravascularly. So this is not dissolvable.
0: Yeah. If that sodium thiosulfate only breaks it apart. It does not actually dissolve it. But you know the uh, the great thing about Kaha is that It's been around actually for a while. I used to, well not used to, I still inject with it, but I used to use it a lot on my patients, especially in noses, Um, (laughs) back when we were first starting. (laughs) Um, But I mean, Kaha has always been one of those interesting things. And I think when we first got into it, and I used to actually train for them Mm -hmm. when when they were owned by Bioform, Um, back in like 2005, 2006, when it first came out, it was called Radi- Radiance. Mm-hmm. you remember? That? Mm-hmm. It was radiance and then it got changed to radius. and then I've watched the evolution where we added a little bit of ladicaine to it. Um, and now we have the differences in the two products. Um, but you really, really didn't, as much as back then, they did tell us that it was a biostimulator. We really didn't take it to effect of really what it was really doing. They never
1: explained the mechanism of action. They just said it builds collagen. a
0: filler, and they said it builds collagen. I'm like, okay, well, that's where... Remember the HAs, they were saying, oh, that stimulates a little bit of collagen. Yeah. And we were like, oh, no, it's just the needle poking through the skin <laughs> that was stimulating collagen. Well, we know collagen. that any you
1: stretch tissue, the fiber are going to be stretched and you'll build collagen. Exactly. So we know that now, yes. but we did, there was so much more research now than there was
0: it, years ago. So much more research. And honestly, looking back on it, because I did inject a lot of noses, because this is a really strong high G prime projections on the aspect of it, I go back and look at it, those patients that ended up doing more consistent injections on their nose with Kaha at that point in time, we always ended up after about two, three years finding that this area, the bridge ended up widening and thickening out. And we're like, well, why is that? Because, you know, we always thought the product was disappearing in a sense. And we now know products stay a lot longer than FDA. Um, Approvals, But I think it has to do with not only the building up of the product in there, but there's probably some collagen that got stimulated. And so instead of it staying narrowed, that we got these beautiful results when we first started injecting it, over time it kind of started actually building more firmness and collagen into the area, and you can actually feel it. It was weird and interesting. And now, fast forward, we have gotten into this whole biostimulatory aspect of it. Now I go back and I'm like, hmm. you know what? That was probably a lot of more collagen maybe stimulated into the area. Who knows um, in that aspect of it, but you could definitely see this um, now that we have more studies with regards to hyperdilute radius. Um, and seeing that it does stimulate your collagen type ones, a little bit collagen type three. But the other thing was the elastin that gets produced by it, which is one beautiful thing that I personally do love about this calcium hydroxyl I have yet to know at this point in time whether or not sculpture has the elastin production.
1: We've asked, but I haven't gotten that answer yet. I
0: they had never came back. I did ask medical science and they didn't come back with anything that they found in any literature at this point in time to support that. Caja does have this, the literature to support elastin production, which we know by the age of, was 18. it 18, you stop producing great. elastin. Just so great. no more stretchability in your skin at oh, 18. So <laughs> this is one I definitely find that I actually like, and i started using a lot more of this in my practice um, since having gone down to Brazil um, and seeing what they're, they're able to do with it. Yeah. So one of my kind of favorite biostimulants as well.
1: Works good. I'm gonna let you talk about PMMA.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Lori does not like PMMA, even though we both have that and injected in ourselves.
1: I know you put some like years ago. I had some some
0: in there. Nope, no nodules yet. (laughs) Um, PMMA polymethyl methacrylate. Um, both of us a little bit more hesitant, Lori more so, but um, both of us not a big fan of PMMA, and it's just for us because. If you understand what PMMA is, polymethyl methacrylate, it really is powdered plastic. So I like your thing. It's <laughs> no. like it's in the back of stripper heels, right? It's clear plastic <laughs> clear stripper plastic heels. Plastic stripper That's heels. what it is. That's kind of what it is. And the problem is, is that yes, they are calling it more of a semi permanent type mm-hmm. of a thing. Well, the PMMA is a certain percentage of it, um, those little beads. And so it's great because it does somehow stimulate more collagen and get that collagen stimulated probably a foreign body reaction Um, the collagen that's injected which is a bovine collagen which requires some testing you have to realize that that collagen literally disappears within about four to six weeks so what's left over is the pmma um, and is there to stimulate it now i haven't had seen that many issues but you know we're always about what is safe or safest in this in a sense and so when you have something that you know is going to stay there permanently even though like a radius a calcium hydroxyl appetite we know in research that in two to three years even though you can't dissolve it away in two to three years on x-ray ct scans we know that the pmma or the calcium hydroxyl appetite does disappear Mm -hmm. and it breaks down in the body pmma On the other hand, does not break down, and it kind of just stays there. It's kind of you can say like silicone. It just stays there and can potentiate some kind of reaction, is what it is. And so, um, I think prob the probability of having issues probably low. But at the end of the day, do you want to take that risk? That's for you to decide yeah. for your practice on the aspect of it. It's just understanding the the benefits versus the risk. And I know you have a, a couple of patients. That I do. I have, have a issues. couple of patients
1: who had it put in by other practitioners, and um, <clears throat> they get nodules that come and go. Um, just not, they're not even sick. They just kind of these nodules just start get growing and get inflamed, and then they'll kind of go away, and then they'll come up and they get these big marbles, Um, and I won't inject around them. I don't wanna Mm -hmm. irritate that area, I don't wanna touch it, because I don't know if there's a biofilm around that or what it is, but when you put a permanent item in the skin, like you were mentioning, your body might have this foreign body reaction to it, and we don't know what that's going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So we just wanna be really careful. The only way you can take it out is to cut it out, and if you have a vascular occlusion, there's nothing you can do. That's true. So, um, yeah, it's one of those non-dissolvable type fillers. So Mm -hmm. just just as as far as, as long as you know what it is and what it can do and what it can't do and what the pros and what the cons are, then it's going to be up to you as a provider to choose to use it or not.
0: Right. All right. Next one. our next one adipose matrix lori likes this i do i do started using uh, this recently. i do yeah
1: adipose fat matrix is put out by a company called mtf biologics and it is a biological material that is um a fat matrix so if you think of Fat honeycomb. cells being honeycomb, and fat cells as being the honey in the honeycomb. Um, all of the cells are taken away except for the matrix, which is, say, just the honeycomb. And it's made into like a thick material that's kind of like a, almost like radius. It's a thicker, okay. it's like a creamy, very creamy material. Um, and I put some lidocaine with saline in it and, and kind of make it into like a, like a whipped cream type consistency and inject it. We're only injecting the fat matrix. It yep. signals the body to grow fat on it. So it's really, really cool. So you'll get about 60 to 80% of fat regrowth on that matrix. Say if you inject um, two cc's, you're going to get about 60 to 80% of that volume that regrows within about three months and maxed out about six months. So um, it's one of those really neat things that I've got done lately. I really, really like it because I'm replacing like with like. If I have a patient who's lost fat in their face, mm-hmm. I can put 20 layers of a biostimulant or I can put less of this and get more of the fat growth and um, with fat cells come what stem cells so we're gonna have dermal thickening and beautiful skin with this too so um, I've really really enjoyed it I really like this yeah it's a
0: it's newer on the marketplace Mm -hmm. I think right now they're smaller companies so they're restricting they are restricting who's injecting it at this point in time but I think as we do more research we play with it more hopefully we show the safety with regards to it, and and the results. I think more the the hopefully the company will be more open to other practitioners um, who are newer to be injecting this. Yeah, paint.
1: right now they're developing criteria for yeah. um, uh, injector criteria. So it's important when you have something that's permanent like this, because fast cells last 10 years, mm-hmm. that you make sure that somebody's maybe already done Sculptra and kaha, you know, or, uh, for a while yeah. and are adept at using cannulas and know the plane of tissue before you kind of step up to something like no, this. No, for sure. So yeah. I, I agree with that. So currently the company's putting together some criteria for injector um, qualifications, which is really good. So yeah. you'll, see mean, it. you'll see it
0: out there. It's great because you can take it off the shelf and literally mix it. I know we were playing, I played with a little bit of fat using What was that machine? The little thing called all me? Yes, yes. You could literally do a little tiny bit of lipoing, grab like a a needle syringe and suck it out. You take that fat out and then you put it through this micro mesh system that micronizes and nanonizes the fat. Um, And then you literally could just re-inject it back into the face. And that seemed to work very nicely as well. Takes a lot more Effort because you literally have to numb up a whole area before you can go back in and you're know, taking about 10 to 20 cc's of fat out, you're letting it drain. You know, there's a lot more intensive process. So, that this is a nice, easy one. You literally grab it yeah. off the shelf, rehydrate it, it in and, a sense, and you're it's all hydrated it. now. It's, it's all, all hydrated. hydrated. Oh, so, all wow. you have to do is
1: mix a lot of cane and some saline oh, with it. And nice. And you're done. Beautiful. Really easy. Yeah. Cool. All right. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. <sighs> Here we go. Um, oh gosh, I did cut this slide deck down short, didn't I? <laughs> she did. It was so long, because like, we talked so much. Um, so hopefully that kind of gave you a, a good, kind of a, a good little overview. Uh, overview of the biostimulants and the biologics. So if you guys have questions, type them in. Our staff's gonna kind of pass them to us. Anything you wanted to mention about um, the biostimulants versus biologics? Um, talking about patients, who to put some of these in who may be to choose to be more careful about putting them in, Um, say with PLLA.
0: PLLA, remember it's a little bit of a mild anti, um, it's an inflammatory response. So you wanna probably be a little bit more careful, I think, on your patients who have a little bit more of an autoimmune disease process going on. Um, Stable ones, probably can get away with. I think the ones that are in flare ups you may wanna back off with. Things like uh, CAHA, actually, radius, actually, it's not related to an inflammatory response from what they've done on research. So you're going to get more of a, the stretching, the the scaffolding, this fibroblastic response with regards to that. So that may be a little bit more leaning towards the safer on the aspect of it. And so... um, I, with regards to a PMMA, you know, both of you and I don't really use it. So I think that that's not something that I necessarily think about. Mm-hmm. Renuva is probably going to be, as I start to play with it, probably going to be for patients who really are much more fat deficient. Mm-hmm. That you really do feel as though you need that fat to, to replace. And it may take too many syringes and, of volume to replace And you're poking
1: that. at, you're, your, we're pointing at the face. There's other places that like to have fat, too, (laughs) like neck, chest, butt, arms. I'm like, there's Mm -hmm. so many different places where we lose fat volume. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not just the face. I'm just saying. No, I mean, it's very
0: true. I mean, I honestly, I, and and so when you're
1: doing a BBL, what would you like to grow? We want to grow fat. Fat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It may be something for sure. Yeah. To, to do a consideration. Currently, I'm using more HDR, hyperdilute mm-hmm. radius, because I think I see at least some change immediately versus sculpture as much as I loved it. Kind of like waiting for the grass to grow a little bit longer, even though it does do a beautiful, beautiful job. I think that you just have to choose what your patient's expectations are. With
1: regards to that. Um, One thing I wanted to mention, you guys, when you're using biostimulants, I want you to, number one, be very patient. This is like putting fertilizer on your grass Mm -hmm. this is a slow growth so the most important thing with this is educating your patients you make sure those patients know that they're going to see a little swelling or a little product there you know for the first few days but it's going to go away and they're going to look just like they did in a few days after you treat them than they did when they came in Mm -hmm. so make sure that they understand that they're going to look better in a year than they do now it's going to be a very slow growth and when you when patients understand that they're all on board they're yeah. all on board because they they're like hey
0: unless they want fast nobody's results. gonna
1: see what i'm doing
0: unless people want fast results. a lot of my
1: men love slow yes they like the slow stuff so um but sure. no it's it's nice but just let your patients know that it's it's and, like fertilizer it's like and you, can combine, seed.
0: and you can combine these with HAs. it's not that you have to choose one or yeah. the other yeah. i mean we you know a lot of times i get patients who i think really will benefit from these biostimulates um, during the holidays and they're like, Nope, nope, I'm seeing family members. I need to look good now. I'm like, all right, let's do some let's do some HA fillers on you, get you to where you're gonna look good for the holidays, and then in the term of the year we need to start doing these biostimulants. Because it's not one treatment with biostimulants. Unless you're in your twenties, which I do get my Asians are all about doing biostimulates earlier on. Um, But by the time most people start to think that they're gonna want biostimulants, it's probably your later 30s, 40s, 50s. And so those patients are going to need a series of treatments. It's not one and done. It's a series. It's a series of treatments. You throw fertilizer, wait a while, that fertilizer starting to do its job, and you have to throw more <laughs> <laughs> to keep growing more. Keep fertilizing. Um, you know, and if yeah. they're really volume depleted in a sense of their skin quality, they're going to need a series of yeah. treatments. They're going to need some. It's not just one treatment. So when you get into this, make sure that you understand that you have to have a good talk with him. This is not something you just like, yep, yeah, you're going to see this immediate change. Yeah, they'll see these immediate change and be like, "Wow." And then they're going to go home, the water's going to go away, and they're going to be like, mm, did not like that. Why did I spend so much money on that?" So you really, really, I honestly, I try and get my patients now to buy a package of them and not let them buy individual treatments because when you sell it as a package, they understand it, it's a package, not just one right. and done. They sell selling packages.
1: Sense. Okay, we have some good questions. <clears throat> what do you think about Elance? Is said not in America?
0: Elance is not in America. Um, I think Elance is the PCL. Po- Is it polycaprolactone? Okay, I don't know. Mm, um, no. As well, that one does not. That would last out. a lot longer. That's going to last a lot longer. I know when we were talking about it for threads, um, PCL has the potential of lasting three, four, or five years before mm-hmm. kind of maybe getting broken down. I have to do a lot more research on poly polycaprolactone, but ultimately, I think it can do a nice job of some collagen stimulation. But I'd have to look at it more in the sense is if you dilute it out, whether it could be something similar to an HDR um, hyper dilute radius um, in that sense. But as a polycaprolactone, unfortunately, here in the US, we don't have access to it because it's not an FDA approved material at this point in time. Yeah. But good question. Next I'll question is looking
1: Yeah. Can you get a vascular <laughs> occlusion with Sculpture or any of the other biostimulant? Hmm. Um, Sculpture is kind of like a powder in water. So yeah. I think they I have not seen any articles, but I've heard that there was one maybe issue that they didn't know quite what was going on. I don't know. I have never heard of it personally, or I've personally read about it with the sculpture. There's been a vascular occlusion. Um, Sculpture
0: in uh, in and of itself, the microns, um, it's in the 30 to 40 micron range for us, uh, for sculpture particle, and the way we're mixing and um, and drawing it up is, is definitely a lot different and nowadays. The, the so, kaha is a
1: much larger <clears throat> particle. Kaha is a it's little, a m- larger. no,
0: it's actually not that much larger. Oh, is
1: it, well, you know, you're yeah, right. It's, it's a small particle, 40, but it's thicker. It's a thicker material. It's a thicker gel.
0: Yeah. So there's a gel car, the carboxymethyl cellulose. Mm. And this is where we're, when we're talking yeah. to the company is like, if you could figure out a way to break down the carboxymethyl cellulose, you could have an actual product that could be reversible because the caha is a very small micron size. It's in the it 40 small, micron range. And so yeah. the actual calcium hydroxyl appetite is small enough that it should be able to pass through most of the capillaries and stuff like that. So ultimately, what is it that's really blocking it is the probably the carboxymethyl cellulose. Yeah. And so that's more on that. Um, Good question.
1: But I think um, like the hyperdilute radius, it's a little bit thicker. It's almost like whipped cream. Yes. So I think that's a little bit... I mean, most people are gonna, injecting
0: it with a cannula, 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 anyways. Yeah. Um, so I think most people are are being a lot more careful with it. And if you are okay. using the HyperDaily race, we're using probably a 20, 22, 22 gauge cannula um, to inject it. Um, let's see. As far as Bellafill, yeah, we've definitely seen some vascular occlusions or heard some vascular occlusions yeah. on, from Bellafill. It's just you yeah. can't you can't de- you can't get rid of it as well. So you have to really, really be a lot more careful with regards to that. Yeah. Um, with regards to Renuva, you probably are injecting with a cannula as well. Mm-hmm. But um, same, as, it would
1: be it's, a, it's like a whipped cream, same yeah. as hyperdilute. Yeah, so I would think the uh, risk would be about the same. Yeah, yeah be, there are, the same. I think
0: there's definitely going to be a potential. It's yeah. just, um, nowadays, when we have cannulas, I think that you have the option of being much more, um, safer, not that it's completely safe, but safer mm-hmm. as long as you know how to use your cannula properly.
1: Yeah. Yep. Be gentle. <laughs> Be gentle with the
0: camera. So the sculpture stimulate bone. I think we kind of brushed on that. Um, it does not stimulate mm. bone, but there is a periosteal layer on the bone that really can have some mild fibroblastic activity and you do see some thickening with regards to it. Yeah. So. Um, it's not like it's going to rebuild your bone, but there is some th- mild thickening on that Almost layer. It's
1: like a collagen layer on top of the yes, bone. Yes,
0: <laughs> it is. No, it is. It really yeah. is a collagen, collagen layer Collegens on the bone. Layer. So that's why the fibroblasts, um, there are fibroblasts that live in that layer that can actually stimulate um, a little it, bit more of that periosteal thickness. Yeah.
1: And that's why if you put it down on the bone the, in the piriform, mid kind of or zygoma, if you put it down on the bone, then you might get a little bit of that ex- that deep stimulation yeah. of, of that collagen tissue. So it's not that it all has to go subdermal. Some of it can go down towards the bone and it gives yeah. you nice... Um, Dr. Sheena Bay, yep. Aguilera, does a beautiful, beautiful job with Sculptra. He doesn't dilute his as much as most of us do. He and does he has, a lot of bone. He has a, does a lot of deep bone injections and he, um, he has beautiful results. Mm-hmm. So I always say, everybody's got different ways of doing things and you find your own way and you find what works for you and what's safe and stick with it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> keep looking at other people's though, we we'll keep watching everybody else. Um, so let's
0: see, should there be a certain amount of experience before training on these biostimulants?
1: I, Think so. I, think, I, I think so. I think so. I think you kind of need to know tissue planes. You need to know planes of tissue. We just want to stay out of the muscles. And if you think about it, in the muscle, what lives there? All the arteries. Mm-hmm. So we want to stay away from those muscles. So we just need to know the planes of tissue that we're in and kind of learn to feel that um, if you're using a needle, if you're using a cannula. That's the biggest thing. Um, if you get it's... into a muscle, you can get balls. You can make little nodules. Planes get are into important the
0: because the goal of this is biostimulation. And if you think about it, you need to place it in areas where you're going to get stimulation. Yeah. Just randomly sticking it into a face is not going to be doing that. It's kind of like my little light bulb with temples. It's like, well, we stuck it down there. Did not really do very (laughs) much of anything? Nothing's really (laughs) happening for my patients. And we keep sticking bottles and bottles and bottles. You know, you have to go back to reason, logic, common sense which I think a lot of people lack sometimes. They just follow like lemmings and Mm -hmm. really don't question it. You know, out there question things. Just because somebody's doing it this way does not mean it's the right way or there may be better ways and better explanations of what's going on. So as far as the experience level, I I agree that you probably need to know where your your planes are so you can make sure that you're placing this into the right plane. So I think once you start getting a little adept with your cannulas, you probably are figuring out what planes you are doing. It doesn't mean that you have to have three years, four years of experience. You, if you are great and you pick it up, and we see this all the time, there are people who probably six months, nine months into it, they really, really are practicing and really getting in there with their experience. They probably can start training on it very, very quickly. I think it's really just understanding where you're placing the product.
1: And provider dependent too, yeah. I think. I think that expertise, that eye hand coordination, everybody everybody improves at their own rate. You know, if you're yeah. working full time, it's different than if you're doing it once a month. So I think that <clears> it's, it's provider dependent as far as your, sure. your rate of how quickly you learn and adapt sure. adapt them. Next question is: Can stimulate? Can um, it stimulate? Which I think it's Renuva, fat unequally making one side of the face more prominent in areas. I've never seen it with Renova. I it would be awfully hard to do that because we kind of inject the same volume in each side. I have seen that with a fat transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my patients had. It took, totally took beautifully on one side, nothing took on really? the other. Yes. Oh my God. So for a few years, oh, I was only putting horrible. fillers and things in one side until she went and got a fat transfer again. <sighs> I'm like, you just need to go and try it again. So something was done probably with the it, fat will, you can damage fat, in the process and if you damage it it won't survive it's got to get its own neovascularization mm-hmm. so probably something in the technique is my guess mm-hmm. that so between the two sides it, it one side didn't take so i she haven't okay seen now? her lately yeah yeah she's <laughs> great so she had a fat transfer to the other side but for a few years i had to just yeah. do fillers on one yeah, side yeah the
0: hardest thing i think with with fat transfers is that you are you are moving fat from an area of high vascularity to an area of no vascularity and as the format um you don't know what is going to take out of that and i think a lot of plastic surgeons end up overfilling just a little bit knowing that there's a certain amount of it that decreases and yeah and dissolves sometimes only
1: 60 yeah. percent takes exactly and then if they put too much in they can get fat necrosis in the center so it, it might not take so there's i'm glad i'm not a surgeon
0: <laughs> but doing with, a, doing. Bio, with a, a stimulant which is the matrix of the fat the mm-hmm. honeycomb um, I think you're going to, uh, per se, probably stimulate it more equally because the the actual matrix is being placed. You're not placing more fat on one side that still can potentially die. This is the matrix, and it's actually recruiting fat yes. into the area. Yeah, it's growing.
1: And the other thing is uh, we have our patients massage, all the biologics and the biostimulants. Yep. We have our patients massage. Do you do two, two, two? Yep. Or five five oh, five. Two, 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 two. Okay, I do two two two. Okay, two, so two, two. Um, we have our patients um, rub massage. I give my patients a handheld m- massager, and they just and I want <laughs> two time to- two minutes. Couple, I say couple 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 minutes, couple times a day for a couple weeks. I do it with all of all of these biostimulants and biologics, yeah. and have them massage it. I want this stuff spread out. Yep. We want it really spread out really yep. well, um, and the little massager works terrific. So they're not pu- pulling on their skin. This right. works really well. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Alrighty. Thanks for your questions, you guys. I know. Thank Thanks you. for the questions. Somebody asked about nasal folds and sculpture. I don't like to put it there very much because it's so close to the muscle. I might put a tiny, tiny, tiny little. Pure kind of form. Superficial. Pure form will do sculpture, but you just don't want to get it near muscle because it will have a tendency to kind of yeah. create a little ball. Good questions. Alrighty. Thanks. Thanks. Alrighty.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Hopefully, we stimulated you on. <laughs> Our bio-stimulate talk. That was good. Stimula-
1: huh? <laughs> hopefully we stimulated you. <laughs> oh, my god! Hey, Can we cut that out? No, this is live. We can't cut that out. Oh, hopefully, we, you, hopefully you enjoyed this, you guys. <laughs>
0: You're horrible, Lori. You said
1: it. Oh, you guys, this is funny. Okay, we have fun. I'm sorry. We digress so easily. You should see us here all day long. I know. Um, But if you have any questions, email learn at theestheticimmersion.com. DM us on our Instagram page. Follow our Instagram page. Sign up for our courses. They are bar none. I think the best courses out there. So we hope to see you here live one day for Hands On. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, guys. See you next week. See you next next month. Next month. Next month. (laughs) Bye, guys.
0: (laughs) Well, that was our podcast for today. Well, be sure to check out our other episodes. And as always, thank you for tuning in to the Aesthetic Immersion Podcast.
1: Catch you next time.